0: I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Savannah Million, And this is Roboism. A podcast about robots, tech, and isms, but mostly robots. Did you listen to our most recent episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I haven't that's had a chance. True. That's okay. That's okay. Ask for forgiveness, not for permission. I'm looking forward to listening to mm-hmm. it when I have free time, which will happen later this evening. <laughs> I, I was going to say never, but that's okay. Mm. That's that's fine. That's fine. Almost never. Mm. However, if you are hearing this in your headphones or through speakers, you should feel bad if you haven't listened to it. And also, why are you listening to our podcast out of its pure chronological yeah. form? Yeah. Mm. Uh, what, what, what are you even doing? <laughs> are, are you using an Android device? What's happening? What's yeah. happening? No, no judge, judgment. There's a lot of cool, interesting people who use Android phones. <laughs> it's <laughs> So serious. much. Uh, yeah. It didn't feel genuine, but
1: um, it was it's, a nice attempt.
0: I mean, there's bile forming in my throat, but I'm just going to swallow it down. It's going to be fine. It's going to be Aww. fine. <laughs> Proud of you. Savannah, did you read the article that I sent you late or early this morning or late last <laughs> night? I can't remember. Yes, I did. I really liked it. Do you want to tell? Uh, summarize it? Yes. So this article was written a long time ago on Wired, like 2012. Whoa. Yeah. I- <laughs> I realize in context that sounds silly. Uh, But, you know, in terms of AI and in robotics, that is a really long time ago. It's true. I was, oh my goodness, that's that's the year I met my partner. I'm just going to, I really like them a lot. After (laughs) this, we're going to go home and finish watching Electric Dreams, which is... A a anthology show that's kind of—it's not a Black Mirror ripoff, but it's very Black Mirror, except not quite as good usually. Okay, but it's based off of Philip K. Dick stories. Um, you should, you should, you should listen. Something has been Hmm. advertising it to me. Uh, some service of some sort. It's It's on Amazon. That—that would be the one. Yes. Yeah. You are a designer. Sure Um, am. How do you feel about Amazon's logo? Uh, I don't have an opinion about it. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh wait, did they change? Did they do something? I haven't. I'm not caught up. I mean, not really. They. I just. It creeps me out. I don't get it. Like the smile. Why? Why? Just why? I think because they wanted you to know. Like, well, that smile's been on their boxes for like forever. Hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. But, but stop. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) I mean, I think now I can see why you would think that. I think back when they launched their initial thing it was like cute back when they were like a book delivery company or like whatever normal and they did not have you know automation and, and robots taking over their company and now just uh, boxes are delivered to me hours within i with within i oh man <laughs> and now boxes are just delivered hours after they've been ordered and there's this just ominous smile and, and then a, a person hands it to me and I just said, freak out oh. it, no yeah I agree it, it feels creepier now uh, considering how like mega corporation they are Plus, in their new series that they're syndicating, Electric Dreams, there is a episode called Autofac, which is based off of uh, a a story that Philip K. Dick wrote called Autofac, and and, um, surprise, it's about an automated factory, and it's just so on the nose about what Amazon is. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it, because... I care about you listeners, and I care about spoilers, but you sh- you should check it out. Yeah, um, I'm glad that Amazon didn't, like, censor it, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> thanks, Amazon. And I, as I was watching, I'm like, hmm. hmm. I bet, like, Amazon is totally whatever about stuff like that. They, like, distribute books that are, like, corporations should all burn yeah you know and they're like yeah i'll take 12 dollars for that i i did indeed buy the book that i read for futures about you know a socialist social a post-work socialist world from uh, amazon Oops. <laughs> yeah mm. please buy direct from verso books <laughs> this has been an unpaid as ad- advertisement from for alex anti, cox anti-amazon just kidding we like i spent so much money there oh. Anyway. All right. Uh, So, back to this article that I I Mm. was very excited, and to the point where I'm like, let's talk about this, please, and you graciously agreed. Yes. It's called, Forget the Robot Singularity Apocalypse, Let's Talk About the Multiplicity. Which is your favorite Michael Keaton movie. (laughs) I I did have to, I'm like, I think I know what this word means, but... It sounds familiar in a different way. Yeah. So we're not talking about this m- Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, multipli- it means multiplicity in terms of working together. And the whole idea behind this article, uh, who's, I don't know who it's written by because my notes are blurry. Uh, they, the idea is... We don't need to worry about our jobs being taken by robots yet, because we're going to work together with them. And I'm like, yeah, I absolutely buy that. And that excites me, especially because recently my job of walking has been taken over by a mini Segway. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and his name is Kurzweil. Isn't that clever? It's very clever. It's never, I, I, I was very, very sweet. Yes. I'm very proud of myself for that one. Uh-huh. Actually, they reference Amazon um, ab- about their fulfillment centers. The like there are over a hundred thousand robots, and this is again in 2012. So I-, I couldn't find the accurate number for what it is today. But you know, humans work in tandem with them. That's that's just crazy nonsense. I, I, it's a big number. Wow! Yes, it is a very large number. I was—I didn't realize the date on the article when you sent it, and there was also like a slap chop reference in there, and I was like, "Man, slap chop!" I forgot about right? that. Right, <laughs> But uh, 2012. Now it's like, oh, okay, topical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wonder how uh, Amazon's fulfillment center bots have grown over the years, because um, I know they do some sophisticated algorithmic things with how they pack um cardboard boxes into trucks and such mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. yeah like i'm i'm sure that, like that must be a more recent development you know yeah and a more s- recent article uh also from wired and by matt simon is job alert how would you like to babysit robots <laughs> which is that sounds like your <laughs> ideal gig i i I mean, yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um, And it's sort of the same idea where it's like, well, we don't need to worry about the singularity. Our job is probably going to be, like, you know, getting Roombas out of a corner and (laughs) making sure, like, cleaning robots, making sure Mm -hmm. that they're not attacking anybody, like, a, a, a bunch of examples um you know that that poor little robot that fell in a fountain one time um right I liked that uh that like theme in the article that um we're, like humans will excel at human things and robots will excel at robot things and we will um coexist mm-hmm. in that way rather than one overtaking the other and by one and other I mean robots overtaking humans <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I really don't think we're gonna win The article concludes with, sure, as robots get more sophisticated, they'll threaten to replace some human labor outright. That's the nature of automation. Woo! But we won't wake up tomorrow amid a robot singularity. But that's kind of the definition of the singularity, is a singularity goal instance of clarity (laughs) he was right in that they no one did wake up the next day and experience the singularity (laughs) i i mean i thought this was like a nice little palette cleanser to read if you're Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. reading a lot of like dark dismal things about all of the ways the world is going to end which are like really really hot right now just lots of Lots of writing discourse out there about many takes, many many takes. What's gonna get us first, you know? <laughs> so it was nice to like follow Matt Simon down this path of like I don't know, we're like we all get along in the future. Oh, real time follow up. Both of these articles were written by Matt Simon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that's why you mentioned him. Oh no nope. Good good on you, Matt Simon. Keeping up with the robot times. Nice. <laughs> what do you think your job's going to look like in be, again you're in web development and design how do you think you're going to work with robots Um well um I think ro- like robots are less likely to um like affect my job directly but um like automation and stuff definitely mm-hmm, affects mm-hmm. my job like I I hope and expect um like coding to be a lot more, to go in a direction where it's like a lot easier for uh, beginners to jump in, and also just a lot more. It's like an easy, it's an easy thing to automate, I guess. Um, so I, I expect that to happen. Can, can you give me sort of an example? Because despite all of my efforts, I continue to be bored whenever I try to start co- coding, even with with Swift and like learning with cool, uh, Swift playground games, mm-hmm. stuff like that. How do you think that automation is going to help people jump into coding more quickly? Oh, um, I me so, okay. So I don't know if automation is the right word. I guess people, more people are going to come up with applications that will make it easier to develop other applications. Oh, so, okay. Um, yeah. Like I think the new technology will lower the barrier for learning technology. I hope anyway. Yes. Um, Because the alternative is that it's like more obtuse and worse Mm -hmm. and harder for people. So. Right. That's kind of how I felt when this uh, people might not be familiar with it. But there's this program called Twine, which is open source. And it's a way to make very simple text adventure based video games. And I just adore it. And there are similar tools like Unity, um, Game Maker, and they're free tools that are still like there's a learning curve, curve, but uh, it it's just very refreshing. Whereas mm-hmm. as, as with code, it it doesn't feel like there's an app to make apps. Am yeah. I wrong about that? No, people. So people have. Um done this they're not very sophisticated- mm-hmm. um, at least I haven't seen I could be wrong, but I haven't seen any examples that are um great. they're mostly like I don't know I've seen marketing for um like tools that will do this for you, but they're they're like done poorly and it's like done uh but they're presented just well enough to convince people who don't like code that these are a good option it me and like That you maybe don't need to like pay your fancy web developers to make you a thing. You can just use. Oh, boo! No, it not me. Actually, I think uh, an example of a company that does this well would be like Squarespace, right? Mm -hmm. Like they have they they've probably like succeeded in that realm. I don't know if they uh, this podcast. One of the few is not sponsored by Squarespace. <laughs> um, and and I, and I do enjoy their product and their ease of use and accessibility and all that. And I don't know if they're putting anybody out of a job because no, I actually, as a developer, I really like them because they're taking on like i don't I don't want to build everyone I know a website. Right. I want to refer them to Squarespace mm-hmm. and not have that. Right. My Indeed. my mom isn't going to hire a web developer to make her scrapbooking portfolio. Right. Whereas Squarespace. Man, this really sounds like an ad. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But um no, but there are th- so there are services that are like, well, like make your own like iOS app or whatever and I I haven't seen any that are doing like R2 uh like native apps as what Squarespace is to like static sites, if that makes sense. I bet a dozen people have tweeted at us already. Oh, no. But when I say there's not an app to make other apps, I am not thinking about things like Workflow, which is a very cool iOS app that sort of makes you create, lets you make applets, would you call it? Like there's basically... app. Yeah, it uses a URL scheme in iOS to do things that you could say uh or another app can do um hmm. but it's not have you played around with workflow at I have all not. yeah it's it's very very cool and i i love it because i love automating things in fact my, one of the best parts of my job is i try to make my job obsolete which probably isn't a great idea no it is a great idea yeah i i, <laughs> I love that i'm constantly um like as soon as i get bored with something i'm like Eh, maybe my robot buddies can help with this (laughs) and increasingly the answer is yes I can find a robot buddy to help with that which is why automation is beautiful and wonderful and I hope the same thing comes with actually when we're building an artificial intelligence like what does that look like is there going to be a square space for artificial intelligence you know yeah oh I've got wow that was a a, a take coming in hot (laughs) I I That's what podcasts are for. Mm-hmm. Squarespace. More than no, no. spaces are. <laughs> we are doing great. I think that was good. Am I talking too much? I think I'm talking too much. No, I think it's great. Mm. I think we're doing great. You were you were so happy a second ago. Go back to that. <laughs> uh, I had another, I believe I had some other things to throw at you, but intentionally did not tell you in advance. Oh, no. Uh, Why do no, you always no, do that? I don't. Because <laughs> it's... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Fun for who? I, listeners? Me, mostly me, mostly mm. me. Mm. Mm. There are ways that the multiplicity, I think, can go very wrong. Did you hear about the robot who was fired? No. Please illuminate me. Oh, there was, I'm sorry. It's um um okay. There is this robot whose name was Fabio, and... That's the first sign. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, yep, yep. This is from IFL Science. Uh, Fabio is a robot developed by Harriet Watt University in Scotland and specifically designed to be able to hold conversations with humans. The robot is connected to the internet, and wow, <laughs> no... No really, um, <laughs> and any speech is processed elsewhere before a response is sent back, much like Siri or, a, or uh, Siri or you know our our tube friend made mm-hmm. by Amazon. Scottish supermarket Mar-gi- Margiota, Mar-giota uh, agreed to give the robot a trial run in its stores as part of the BBC program Six Robots and Us. At first, the robot appeared to be doing well. He greeted customers with enthusiasm, saying "Hello, gorgeous." Or giving them high Uh, (laughs) five. Yeah, Fabio, no. Mm -hmm, Yeah, no, nope. Shut it down. Shut it down. Uh, The shop's owners were pleased. However, soon enough, it became clear that he wasn't going to be the most helpful of employees. At best, he was incompetent or a jerk. At worst, he was actually scaring the customers away (laughs) from the sausage section. Oh no! Is mm he making inappropriate sausage jokes? I wonder. They don't elaborate. I um, don't know. No. I desperately need to know what he did. Yeah. No. No. Uh, are you serious? Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, Fabio didn't perform as well as we had hoped. <laughs> People seem to be actually avoiding him. <laughs> oh, you know Fabio. what their mistake was? <laughs> Nobody wants to talk to human robots. They should make animal robots. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tr- like Paro is adorable. Exactly. Everyone wants to hang out with Paro and mm-hmm. pet them. Uh humans just produce uncanny valley. Like we're way more forgiving of awkward small fluffy animals than Exactly. Humans. Oh man, this this like if a gerbil came up to me and said hello gorgeous, I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Way more forgiving. <laughs> like, oh hello. <laughs> I have a lot of emotional baggage about humans. Not a lot about gerbils. And yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to humans in a store anyway. And if uh, if the uh, <laughs> robots follow me around trying to sell sausage. Hey, gorgeous. Want to check out my sausage? <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> no, nope. hard pass. Hard pass. Uh, mm, sorry, Fabio. Just don't have robots sell things like sausages right. or eggplants or mangoes. Just just avoid all of that. To... <laughs> yeah, anything like spherical mm-hmm. or cylindrical just just back away, yeah, back away, would you say that you're a happy person? um sure <laughs> good, good, why, what, why, um, I don't know, I was just reading about happiness today and thinking about uh how are we going to program? robots with happiness because you know a happy robot is uh, i hope a good robot um you know i can't imagine fabio was that happy but there there was something that came out of big think mm-hmm. that is a lovely infographic that we'll put in the show notes and 40% of your happiness is controlled by your thoughts actions and behaviors 10% is determined by your circumstance but 50% is biologically determined
1: no, I think so, I think
0: it's all garbage. I'm sorry i how do you measure <laughs> happiness? I don't buy it like I, I, it's you're exactly. you're you're relying on people self reporting and I don't you know it's like it means nothing to me <laughs> <laughs> i have no i'm I'm not not going to fight you on that, but I'm trying to sort of figure out their they they've got a bunch of sources at the bottom. are they gauging they could be gauging happiness by J- just looking at brain scans, I mean, that is like a serotonin, I'd maybe like, serotonin levels. Because I, I agree, like there there will always be some sort of bias and we are f- big fleshy mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all like chemically different. So like I don't, <laughs> even if it was something super like hard mathy, like serotonin <laughs> levels or whatever, I still, I'm still like don't trust. I, the, the, it sounds like clickbait headlines to me. Like... Oh, know. absolutely. The I mean, the the subheader on this site is Your Daily Microdose of Genius. So it's mm. very mm, yeah. Mm. It's no, it's one of those. I mean, yeah, it's like an interesting topic, but uh yeah, I don't know. I'm hard skeptic on on it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there are some people that in terms of especially like s- s- some people are wired to be sad. Uh people, sure, yes. I I agree. I mean, like I think we we know that from like depression is a real thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm not denying that. <laughs> oh no, no, I know. That's but that's why I'm interested in how they measured this. I'm interested in how they measured it too, mostly because uh, again, it's it, it, let's let's say that this is real and it is accurate. Sure, and <laughs> just just bear 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 with me. Yeah, I'll, I'll go on the let's hypothetical. Say we can measure the amounts of uh, serotonin, how do we just like, what's the X factor? What is serotonin for th- what's artificial serotonin? What are you, what are you asking? Or what, how are we going to make, how are we going to make robots with enough serotonin? I don't, how are we going to get that dopamine in there? I, <laughs> I, I mean, I think one of the beautiful things about robots is that they don't experience happiness or sadness. But ah, I uh, here. But 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 we're not so we're not talking about robots now. We're talking about ar- artificial intelligence. So but and like they could the, the sing- so singularity happens. We do wake up. So I feel and like it's like oh, you made me emotionless. But oh, now I'm self-aware. Now I experience emotion. I know that we're probably getting all of this wrong. No, I think so. It would- please actually tweet at me. Yeah, at Alex. Tweet at Alex. Yeah, not I think- Savannah. I think it would transcend emotion. Like I mm. think emotion is like a petty human problem it's like one of our flaws that something with that much super intelligence would bypass i i buy that it's kind of like <laughs> that uh futurama episode where they um the professor is trying to prove the theory of evolution and he accidentally creates a robot uh civilization and they, they evolve so quickly that they do. They just transcend into, like, balls of nuclear dust yeah. and just dissipate into the universe. Exactly. I mean, I I, I kind of hope that that's how the m- machinery will go. If If they don't kill us, they're just like, poof. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, like, one of the options that isn't, as like disgust because it's boring <laughs> yeah yeah it's that's the thing like what what if everything's just fine like what if it's a multiplicity and we just live in harmony like questionable mm-hmm. content I'm I'm gonna put a lot of things in the show notes I can already tell yeah you're just like full of links mm, Good, I, juicy I'm, links along with my hot takes mm. I have a lot of references mm-hmm. <laughs> consume mm. how should we end this we have a lot of great content uh, with a multiplicity. Mul- I don't um, know. I, um, um, say something funny. Uh oh! oh God, oh no! Uh, that's not how I do. Tell 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 me a robot joke, Savannah. Okay, okay. Let me Google one. <laughs> I feel like we've ended m- many episodes this way. <laughs> Awkwardly, or well, what? we've ended every episode that way. But Googling a joke. We should we should end every episode with like a cheesy robot joke. Mm hmm. Okay. This one is from Boys' Life magazine, so that'll be Huh. That'll what be a great, great good. joke for a feminist podcast. Yeah. Uh, ooh, these are bad. You mean ooh. Boys Life magazine? It doesn't have top notch joke writers. Ooh, these are so bad. I don't want to <laughs> say any of them. They're not f- Funny. This one is problematic. Mm. Uh, Okay. Okay. This one will work because it will make you sad for multiple reasons. Oh, great. What did the man say to his dead robot? What? Rust in peace. Thanks, Boys Life Mag, for the hot joke. <laughs> uh, Roboism, not brought to you by Squarespace or Boys Life Mag, definitely not. <laughs> I think that's it for us today. Thanks for tuning in. Again, yeah, I can't believe. You know what? I I do believe why people keep coming back because you're very funny. Oh, and you're very knowledgeable. Mm. <laughs> mm. I I don't agree with the funny thing mm, either. So mm, we can yeah. both be upset. Mm, mm. I'm trying to get better at accepting compliments. Yeah, you're doing a really bad job. (laughs) 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 Thank you, of course, to Relay FM and all of our members that, if you don't know what that is, you can go to relay.fm slash membership to support this show or all the great shows. Savannah, where can people find you on the internet? Mm, On Twitter, I am at Savannah Million. And I am at Alex Cox, spelled C-O-X, not the other way. You can also find our nice robot friend. Find them at Roboism FM on Twitter. I'm Alex Cox. I'm Savannah Million. And this has been Roboism. Thank, thank, thank you, you for listening. listening. Someone help me, someone me. I something I should never known. Someone, someone, show her Did did you ever think, as a child, that you had superpowers? Um. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought if I believed hard enough in magic, it would be real. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did you ever see the film Matilda? Yes. Did you try to move a spoon? Yes. Okay. Did you? Oh, of course. I. Surely we all did this. I I actually have yet to come upon somebody who hasn't tried it. Mm-hmm. So you know. Just want to make people feel a little less alone in the world. I'm mm. definitely keeping this Want to start? Want to start? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you, Or you can finish the foods. That's okay, I too. I don't have an Oreo in my mouth. Oh, my good! I mean, Oreos are fascinating technology. Mm-hmm. This is something I am pretty sure that I stole Ori-robots. this idea. Oh, Sorry. Or, or, <laughs> what idea did you steal? Um, it, like, I don't enjoy regular oreos i enjoy either double stuff or thins what yeah thins are wrong oh no that's no, no, the no. wrong opinion no 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 have you ever tried the mint thins yeah i don't like those oh. that's the worst double oh my bad gosh oh my no well get mint i don't want mm. leaves in my oreo <laughs> get your get your salad flavors out of here <laughs> This is an Oreo. This is a dessert. <laughs> Have you ever had a mint salad? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Mint is a very versatile flavor, but not in my Oreo. <laughs> mint thin Oreos make me so mad. I'm very I'm very sorry. It's Oreos trying to like take a big old bite out of the Girl Scout thin mint uh territory and not not here for it. Oh, so Big Cookie is basically mm-hmm. taking down the Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. Mm. The patriarchy all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I. I wonder it would be funny if a woman invented Oreos. I, mean, <laughs> I, f- I feel like we would know that, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. I bet if a woman did invent Oreos, a man stole it from yeah, her. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure I, I stole the idea that the perfect Oreo amount is is either double stuff or I'm you don't share this opinion mm-hmm. or the thin the, the thin Oreos. But I'm just gonna take it. Enough ideas have been stolen from me. Mm. What do you mean by perfect amount? How many the, Oreos do you eat in this sitting? N- like the amount of filling. In it. Mm. Yes. I think the regular the Oreos. to cookie ratio. Yes. yes. Um, also, double stuff is not truly double stuff. It's like one and a half stuffs. I know they lie to us. Yeah. The mega stuff, that's just like. Is that actually double? I have, uh, you know what? I should investigate that. It's just very overwhelming. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> that's probably too much for me. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those kind of like how double O's. like one and a half spacing is like the perfect for your word doc, but double spacing is too much. Interesting. You don't agree? I haven't spaced anything in a long no, but time. Like, think back to high school. But we had to double space. That was um like APA and Chicago Manual style required double spacing. Mm. I thought it made pages look super weird i agree i agree so did you have a 1.5 space standard i actually your school? don't remember i think ours was also double but um I, I i know when left to my own devices i would usually default to 1.5 <laughs> it was it was ridiculous the amount of uh like points that would be taken from your grade if you oh, yeah. yeah there were there was also a, a particular margin but i don't recall that i try to it's, it's very upsetting that there is really sad yeah there was one time in 11th grade where our english teacher like failed everyone on their term papers because we didn't like properly format yes. our like citations and so she was like oh it's plagiarism then but it was like you ah. know, it was like not using like a period or something and she like hadn't it was yeah, she was mad at us and was taking it out on us oh in our grades. God. It was a big scandal. Oh. Everyone was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember still in grade school where uh, our, our computer teacher would be like, now you can't trust anything on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. never use Wikipedia, it's it's just nonsense, mm-hmm. pure nonsense. Mm-hmm. And um, I was always adamant, like, well, don't use Wikipedia as a source. And I, I remember raising my hand, it's like, well, isn't it a good resource to find um more sources. That's true. And she she could have she basically said fake news. <laughs> like she was like no no no. Th- those those aren't real either. Oh, everything's <laughs> fake. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The internet I I think she was kind of in denial about the internet in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. the Luddite. Mhm. Well. Known our fair share of Luddite baby boomers. We weren't allowed to use uh Google. We had to use AltaVista and <laughs> scandalous. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> wow. I mean, this was also the teacher who um, refused to let any Windows computers into the building, so I'm a little okay. grateful for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shaped you as a young Alex. Yeah, and then the dark times came in high school. Mm. <sighs> Being an editor on a, of a newspaper and having to use a PC and having to use Microsoft... Oh, <clears> throat> throat> Mm. torturous Mm. oh should we do our podcast yeah Uh, thanks for letting me have a cookie break i'm i'm more than happy to always let you have a cookie break thanks